Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, uh, this is part two of my watch-along of the end of Evangelion with uh, Sam Muscroft. Uh, there was a really long intro to part one. If for some strange reason you haven't listened to part one, jump over to part one because all the instructions are there at the beginning of that one. Uh, this is uh, the second part, which is the second part of the movie. Um, bit of a weird one, like I say, there is an explanation. Uh, so yeah, here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the watch along for the end of Evangelion, part two. Yes, you press the pause button. So, uh, I'll start with the running again. So those eagle-eyed watchers out there will have noticed that Sam's now resorted to heavy alcohol consumption to be able to get through the next half of the delight that is the end of Evangelion. As, as I was saying to you, this is the exact point of the film where it goes uh, to, it becomes Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Um, this is the point where it just it genuinely, I wouldn't say stops giving a fuck, but it just it's just one great big middle finger to the audience for so the next 45 minutes. I always had that thing, that once it reached this point, it was whatever you were sitting on to watch it should come with a seatbelt. And you should literally go, click, strap yourself in for what is just a... How long can I hold on to knowing what the well, fuck is going on? In it, this? It, 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 there's nothing to understand, really. It's a 45 minute mind fuck. It's just like, I, I understand what you're talking about. I still get it. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then all of a sudden you're like, and I'm done. I don't think it actually is. Like, the message wise, I don't think it's substantially different to the um, TV series, in all honesty. Because obviously, that first 45 minutes is pretty much the. Tickling the taint of the. Well, uh, because obviously people, you know, were outraged at the end of Evangelion. You know, the the original ending because it was just a load of, um, you know, arty arty nonsense. So the first forty-five minutes is very much, I think, what people want, expected and wanted out of End of Evangelion. Yeah. So I do wonder whether the director was like, should I put that in there and then just and then just whip the rug out because that's what yeah. it feels like for the last half of this film. Yeah, it's very much a the flowers are still standing moment when it's like fuck is going on in this film because at this point you're like yeah all of that makes sense the the Japanese military have been sent in because nerve is too powerful having no enemy left to fight they still have two giant fucking robots that as we've seen are fairly indestructible when you're using Conventional common, weapons. Common weapons, you know, missiles and massive fucking new Yeah, yeah, you, you need another kaiju to kill a kaiju. So. Yeah, you need something that's going to do the job. But there's also this stuff that's going on behind the scenes, which is there, you've got a guy who is batshit mental, trying to bring back his dead wife and turn everybody to uh, town. Turn everyone to orange juice, yeah. yeah. So there's a big sort of, oh, we're, we're going to come and take the Avers away and, oh, yeah, stop you turning everyone into liquid feel to... Uh, well, to that, that's the thing, because I've I never felt that the ending was substantially different. It looks different. 
and it plays out different, but fundamentally it still ends up with instrumentality. The only, the big difference is like right at the end, really, of how that part plays out. But, because, um, I mean, the, f- the first half is, is fairly standard. Now piss off and leave me alone. But it is largely what Evangelion was before, which is giant robots and character drama. Yeah. And none of it's particularly mental, really. It looks cool, and it looks a bit weird in places. But you know what I mean? It's fairly standard. And then and then we get there. So should we, should we skip the credit sequence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump forward. Jump forward. You know, we don't need to try and work out who that person is there. You know, in their Japanese name. And... It's the fact that they still went with the... This is, these are the episodes you wanted because it's all an episode structure. and remember the uh, the end the actual end of the film doesn't have a credit sequence no right let's get those credits out real early because you're going to want to you know start drinking heavily no fry me to the moon sadly no or it's well the, the, well, well, the Netflix version version was missing all the fry me to the moons doesn't have any fry me to the moons I refuse to believe that Netflix couldn't have paid for rights. Uh, they could have done, but I imagine it was, they probably paid quite a lot to get it. And they're like, well, how can we bring that cost down? It's like, well, you can put costs here, here, and here. I don't know. I mean, is Evangelion, like, a big thing? Because it doesn't feel like it's a big thing. Whoever now. owned it will have surely been like, oh, you're one of the most famous animes of all time, but on your streaming service where people go essentially for free in a lot of ways. Yeah, this is our last yeah, ditch attempt at getting any money out of it. And it was it was famous 25 years ago. Yeah. But it's, it's had its time. Well, evidently not as they keep on making films, but saying that, how long ago was the third like new film? Two? I want to feel like it's a long ass time. It wouldn't surprise me if it was nearly ten years ago. So I'm trying to think, if I was with my ex at the time, and that was all. That was a. I never uh, went to see it at the cinema with a lad that we used to work with. How the fuck? I don't even know how the fuck I would. Oh, because it has an actual name. Um, Three point zero. Three point zero. I just don't realise these credits are set to experimental jazz now. What did you say? Ten years? Yeah, yeah. You're close, which is just baffling. Re- initial release, 17th of November, 2012. Alright, okay, so it is still a long time ago, though. That's a long-ass time ago. Because I assumed it was on permanent hiatus now. But well, I'm pretty sure it's coming out this year, isn't it? So I think the release date is basically in the next month or so. They're basically done. Uh, a little bit longer than I thought. 27th of June, 2017. That still suggests that it is in the, the the throws are being made as opposed to you know pre-production or whatever. Fucking hell! There was a new trailer release. Evangelion 4.0 in July 2018. I don't know when it was. 
was. So it's gonna be it's gonna be released two years after the trailer came out. And the trailer is a teaser trailer that is 23 seconds. I doubt it had actually started being made by that point. But yeah, one of my biggest issues about the remade movies is just how Gendo always starts out by going, ah, oh, this is my plan, and everything's gonna go according to plan. And then somebody comes along and fucks his plan in the ass. And then at the end of the movies they're going, everything went according to plan. But no, no, do you remember the bit at the beginning where you laid your plan out for the whole audience? That isn't what happened at the end. Everything went according to plan. No, no, Gendo didn't. In fairness, in this, Gendo does get what he wants. He doesn't. He does. He doesn't. Instrumentality happens. But he's betrayed. It doesn't matter at that point, though. <sighs> Obviously, he is trying to achieve a specific thing. And... He, he, he gets it. No, there's a little note at the end. Which yeah. I express my heartfelt gratitude to the cast, our friends, and blah 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 blah. I don't know For those of you at home, uh, Ray's arm just fell off. Just, just fell off, like, like in Dark Place. Yeah. It, it just fell off. It's the last Ray, she's fallen to bits. Again, was there no other way to... Uh... It's a little, it's a little creepy. So I'm guessing there he's trying to use the embryo in his hand, yeah, to impregnate her or something. Well, it's supposed to be like a rebirth thing, so yeah, I guess. Maybe I'm being too literal. No, I think it was very literal. Yep, yeah, now you're all fucks. Superman's here. Again, right through the hands there. Yep. Very subtle. Yep. Yeah. 
Now it's time for giant naked rays and head fannies. Oh, this is all that red moon nonsense. This is the bit where, honestly, the plot loses me a bit. Um, it's like, oh, the vault of guff. It's like, what's in the vault of guff? I'm thinking back now, I was thinking how many times I've watched this out of my mind on drugs. Going. Oh, yeah, that's my sense. Ah, he's got his hand. He's arm eating, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, he lost hand. That's an arm. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, Deadpool. <laughs> there we go. After after all that, after everything Gendo's been through, Ravenstrade. <laughs> Like, fuck your instrument, I'll say. Fix the knees. Still dead. Just in case you forgot. 
harder than some giant naked ray. <laughs> that is the correct response. Toad's wild ride. You know, one of the things about this, it's in a lot of ways it's very Akira. No, you're the body, or the body horror. Yeah, you know, like all the stuff with like the little kids and the like the when the car and the teddy bear and all the stuff are like going through. And, and both are completely incomprehensible. Yeah. Don't forget it's the future, so it's 2014. Oh yeah, of course it is. Future. Space year 2014. I don't think Shinji is gay. He's gender fluid. I think it's implied that um, he's supposed to be like asexual. Not really. I, I always got the feeling that he was that Kara is the only one who's ever really gave him the time of day for no reason whatsoever. It was like I want to be your friend. But Shin Shinji's like difficulties with women suggests that he's probably heterosexual. Um, because he has different relationships with Rei and Asuka and Misato. Yeah. But Karu is... I think it's more that he feels comfortable with Karu because they're both male, so he understands him. It's very possible that he's, you know... Autistic. Or just not one way or the other, you know, if he's possibly bisexual, but... That's not what... I always got the feeling that it's more... Again, it's more that he's the only person who's ever shown him kindness. For no reason. Like everybody wants something from him. But Kara never did. Kara's the only one who, you know, who yeah, sort of loves him unconditionally, yeah. I suppose. And Shinji's also a fourteen year old boy, so he's probably reasonably confused and fluid at that point anyway. Yeah. Let's face it, he's not exactly the paragon of masculinity either. Mm. 
Oh, it's the sandcastle scene. This goes on for about 20 minutes. Here we go. As I said earlier, whatever you're sitting in at this point. Another really, really Ava shot right there. Requires a seatbelt because you have to strap in for this bit. Are they? But honestly, this whole scene is. Shinji makes a sandcastle for 20 minutes and then kicks it over. That bird noise that's in it all the way through. We've got the cicadas, is that another word I'm looking for? The insects yeah. that uh, make the uh, chirping sounds. Again, you hear it a lot in Japanese media. Is this the bit where we seg into the live action section? I guess we'll find out soon. Look, Shinji made headquarters. Yeah, he made it. He made headquarters and then kicked it over. So I only just realised the two mountains in the background and the sun going down in the middle. Mm. The boobies. Again, almost certainly intentional. Yeah. That's right. Like all children, Shinji's a little shit at that age. That's how. Uh, that's that's how we last last left headquarters. Absolutely fucked in the ass. Just gonna rebuild it. If you at home want an interesting drinking game. Uh, take a shot every time Shinji cries in this. I understand the, the the point of that scene. You know, Shinji Shinji always builds something up and then sell and then he's self destructive, and then again and it's just a just constant cycle. Mm-hmm. 
も怖い子供のするもんじゃないわじゃあ行くわよ何も分かってないくせに私のそばに来ないで分かってるの分かってないわよバカあんた私のことを分かってるつもりなの救ってやれると思ってんのそれこそ傲慢な思い上がりよ分かるはずないわ分かるはずないよアスカは何にも言わないもん There's always the thing about all of this stuff that is like everything was laid out in front of Shinji at this point in time when he was supposed to make the choice of a god. Yeah, it was always Shinji, we need you to hate everyone and everything, but then make a decision whether everyone lives or dies. Well, I mean, the whole point, I suppose, is that uh, Evangelion was a sort of a deconstruct. Oh, hold on. Here it comes, comes to Satad. It's a lot of strangulation in Evangelion. This is like the end of. This is like the most end of Evangelion scene in the whole film, though. The world ends to an upbeat uh, J-pop ditty. It sounds exactly like Hey Jude by the Beatles. 
Isn't that the really like you mentioned earlier? The human in instrumentality stuff. Or relies on Shinji going insane. Yeah. He has to go insane so that it, that it can work. Well, the whole point is that everyone, the AT field is essentially the, the, the thing that makes you an individual and keeps you apart from others. So the whole point is to dissolve all AT fields so everyone turns into orange juice. An upbeat J-pop ditty about the end of the world. This is what I hear in my head when um, we get like a new email from IT or something. <laughs> Chamber of Guff is open. Brilliant. <laughs> the Vault of Guff. Just say, I farted and leave it at The that. Vault of Guff. There you go, it's a great euphemism. I feel a rumbling in the Vault of Guff. So this bit is supposed to be that every single person is faced with the person that they want to be with the most. Well, the idea, again, the whole point of instrumentality is that, again, say you remove the barriers between people and they become one sort of meta-consciousness. But then you stop, then you cease to be an individual. The first thing about that is that that keyboard's a, uh, a European keyboard. It's quirky. And everyone just explodes. I believe even Cyborg Guy. Uh, yeah, here he is. He, 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 he turns to. Uh, yeah, he's gone. He turns to orange juice. Yeah, you see, he does get what he wants. Quite why Yui's uh They're saying that Yui and Gendo won't exist as themselves anymore at this point. A story about a man whose wife dies and he well, liquefies all of the I believe it's like it's episode three or four of uh, the series, which is called The Hedgehog's Dilemma, and it pretty much lays out the whole thing. Uh, the, all this, you know, the idea being that you know, when you, getting close to someone means that you will always end up hurting each other, and that's what instrumentality is supposed. You remove the barriers between people, which is the AT field. 
Although I do love the term absolute terror field. It's an amazing name for a, uh, a barrier. Oh, it gets weird and sexual now, doesn't it? Yeah. When do, when do, when do the vagina heads start? It's definitely, definitely around this point. Because this is where it becomes, this is just where it becomes like a Rush Laser Light show. This is the, the end of 2001. It's just a load of, it's just, it's just visuals thrown at you. It's all happened. Instrumentality's happened. Everybody turned into orange juice and then red things. Each individual soul has been sucked up into a big red fire. There it is! Is he even gonna cleanser us? Look! It does! That's a real detail, attention to detail there. As far as I'm aware, I believe that most, most of them don't have eyeballs in them. Even, some of them do. Some of them definitely do. Maybe Japanese ones? Yeah, they're, they're the ones with the teeth as well, aren't they? Alright. And this is just flashes lights at you for ten minutes. I love how they got like promotional imagery and stuff in there. If it must a, be the live action section soon. If you're an epileptic, do not watch this section, you will. Series. As you say, it's just an epileptic nightmare. Yeah. Some sketches. It's a live action section. <coughs> it's still got the uh, religious imagery. I mean, call, it's end of Evangelion, so calling this part self indulgent. But, but, you know, I feel like a horse might have bolted a bit. But, even so. A real train. An actual train. Because this is what you want in an animated movie. A, a real cat. A real miserable a looking real cat. A real scenery. A real tower. Another train. It's like, what, what, why have we slipped into real stuff? A real naked person. There's that fucking swing. Oh, fucking swing. Building. Anyone who tries to ascribe meaning to this, this, this is pure self-indulgence. 
lots of Asian people. This is the bit we go, alright. A lot of people in a seminar. I like how, I assume there wasn't an editor involved in this at all, because um, they've probably gone, oh yeah, you want to just put like a, an auditorium in there full of people, do it, Shava. I don't know what do it Shava is in Japanese, but... <laughs> the fact that there is somebody in the front row with a Shinji and a Ray doll. Because I... Okay, cool. There you go. Three Asian women. Real life versions of the characters. I believe that originally they were going to do um, a like a, a much more extended version of this because that's the original voice actors in those costumes. Look, Look. oh yeah, it is a radon. You're yeah. right. I've never noticed that. <laughs> what is that? The audience? Is that just the audience watching this? Are they watching yeah. them? It was that was like the test audience that were like, what the fuck are we watching? It's like, sorry, you're gonna be in it in a minute. Okay, still got the uh, religious symbolism. Uh oh, something's gone horribly wrong. I believe the term is something's gone fucky. Something's gone wacky, yo. After all that, Shinji made his mind up and decided, I'm good, thanks. I'll be an individual, despite the fact that I hate myself. I'll be an individual. Else. All on my own. I'm just going to bring two people back there. What's LCL? Is that the stuff they're in, like, in the Ava? Yeah. It's like, um, uh, like the fluid. Like, yeah. I want to say womb fluid, but I don't yes. want to say womb fluid. Womb fluid. <laughs> It's also in um, the abyss. Right. How they can breathe underwater and stuff. I wish I hadn't said wooden fluid. Can't say it right now. I know, it's just out there now. Oh, nice handshaking stud.
再び AT フィールドが君や他人を傷つけてもいいのかい I believe it's implied that anyone can pop out of instrumentality whenever they feel like it. The whole point is that we're all supposed to want to be one with each other. Yeah, but you can return to being an individual if you, if you're, if you want it hard enough. They're quite how you'd want something when you're.、Um, one conscious. Yeah, it's beyond me, but. It's like if you want to separate yourself from everyone, you can do that if you want to, but you'll be miserable. Is the other thing. We will be individual, so. But then, Shinji's point is when he was one, he was also miserable. He didn't exist, basically. Yeah. This is where Ray's head falls off. Yeah. Because, you know, why not? Because it made sense up to this point. That's when Unit 1 goes to drive! <laughs> Hey, uh, It's his birthday cake, isn't it? When he just pops out. Deprive! It's like,、uh, for my birthday, I want someone dressed as Unit 1 to burst out of a gigantic eyeball shaped cake. It's like, phew. Scratch the birthday, wedding. <laughs> That is a really cool image.、Yeah. Head's coming off. My arm's gonna drop off. Oh. Your head's off. Gotta say, Ray, it doesn't look alright. 
もういいのね幸せなとこにあるのかまだわからないだけどここにいて生まれてきてどうだったのかこれからも考え続けるだけどそれも当たり前のことに何度も気づくだけなんだ自分は自分でいるためにお母さんはお母さんはどうするの人が神に似せてエヴァを作るこれが真の目的かねはい人はこの星でしか生きられませんでもエヴァは無限に生きていられますその中にある人の心と変わるたとえ50億年経ってこの地球も月も太陽すらなくしても残りますがたった一人でも生きていけたらとても寂しいけど生きていけるなら人の生きた証は永遠に残るかAnd at this point, <coughs> if you at all thought, that's a little bit weird. Just that little bit left at the end for you to really ponder. So. Well, both of them have popped out of um, instrumentality, as far as I know, as far as I understand it, I should I say. So, Shinji makes the choice to leave instrumentality because he wasn't happy wherever he was. There is another person with him on the beach. So, my question to you is, mm -hmm. who is that? It's Asuka. Is it, though? Yeah. Because is it not supposed to be a representation of all three of the significant women in his life? Honestly, this whole section is so incredibly ambiguous that it could be anything. Like, anything and nothing. Because, if you look, she has the eye patch made from the bandages she also has a bandaged arm yeah. all significant signs of right, yeah 
the suit is supposedly Oscar's plug suit, but it's also not. Like the collar and stuff, is that not the same sort of collar that Masato has for the jacket? The hairstyle is close to Masato's. Is not quite Oscar's hair. Is it not supposed to be an amalgamation of all three of those women? And there's the end. No That's ending it. credits. There's no credits. That's just last last line of the um, is the end film is I feel sick. Um, that last scene is obviously very iconic and very famous, and I don't think it. It's it's deliberately ambiguous and almost aggressive. It's like aggressively ambiguous. Yeah. Like you know. I, that was never a scene that was ever meant to have a meaning or to be understood. It was put there purely to get people saying, what does what it mean? Fuck? What does it mean? Exactly. Because after... Because the whole point being is, after everything, Shinji chooses to leave instrumentality and try to actually live. Actually live life because he worked on the principle that if he ran away from existence... Where he was going to go to was going to be a better place. Turned out that wasn't actually true. So he might as well go back to existing. So why is there another person there? Why does he then go, I've got a great idea. I'm going to try and strangle you to death. I genuinely... There's just a load of whys. I genuinely, in my heart, just think it was put there as a... um, Fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. I think it was put there by Hideaki Anna to get people to say, what's it mean, what's it mean? I don't think it means anything. Um, and this is the problem, I think, with a lot of the... is that people look at Evangelion and say, what's it mean, what's it mean? I don't think it, a lot of it means anything. Like, the live-action segment has had so many, what's it mean, what's it mean? And I don't think it means anything. I think it's pure self-indulgence. I like it. And I think that's the thing. Is I'm not actually criticising the film because of these decisions. A film can just be weird and uh, you know visually interesting without it having to mean anything. Mm-hmm. There's this idea we have to ascribe meaning to everything in a film, and you don't. A film can mean out can mean anything and nothing and still be visually interesting, and as long as it provokes a, in a response in you, then in some ways it succeeded in something. And moving away from this has to have meaning, that has to have meaning, and all that. In the end of the day. It's one of the most beautiful pieces of animation that's ever been created. Oh, it's pure art. It is is a pure art film. There Um, are bits in it that are just beautiful. The whole... I think the whole thing is beautiful. I mean, the the last 45 minutes is pure nonsense. Or, nonsense, it's just... You know what I mean? It's it's extremely ambiguous. But it's beautiful. It looks amazing. The fact that I've watched it so many times suggests that I'm getting something from it. And I must, I must have watched that film f- five or six times. Oh, at least. I mean, like you say, it's so much easier to put on than the series. Like, I've just recently finished the series and I already know it's going to be a good long while before I watch the series again. That's true of a lot of things. If it's 20, 26 episodes, even if it's like even if it's only like 20 minutes an episode, that's still enough time. We're still looking at like eight to ten hours where... And maybe I don't want to spend eight to ten hours watching something. Particularly as Evangelion is like 
it's got I wouldn't say it's got filler, but you know what I mean. It's a TV series. Not all of it looks amazing. It's got a recap episode. I so believe it's got two three. recap episodes. Yeah. It's like, do we, did we need this? So yeah, I mean, it's a fascinating film. In some ways, I feel like we've actually covered quite a lot of it. Just sort of watching through it, really. Um, I my my sort of closing thoughts on it really is that I don't think it's that complicated. I think we've largely recapped the plot. Uh, instrumentality happens. Yep. Shinji rejects it. That's the long and short of it. It doesn't quite happen the way that Gendo wanted it to happen, but, but it, it still, still happens. happens. Which is a bit of a weird one because it's like there's the whole scene where Ray essentially betrays Gendo and goes, "Ah, uh, uh, Shinji's the one. It's not you. You're a dickhead. I'm off to. Uh, I'm off to find Shinji because he's." going to be God at the end of this. Well, they, they, and that's that. They talk about, um, uh, Sele talk about how they need to destroy Pilot One's ego, yeah. uh, sort of sense of self, yeah. to um, to bring about Third Impact. And it's one thing I'm sure, I, I'm guessing that Third Impact instrumentality are one and the same. Yeah, basically. Uh, it's one thing, again, I'm never quite sure, I'm sure someone somewhere will know the difference because sec- second impact is basically when it all goes horribly wrong it's the first angel isn't it it's the second impact yeah so the second impact was when they attempted it the first time and it went wrong and everything got fucked up and then it's from there when nerve is created to do it to do instrumentality correctly has the backing of Saley, but they're both like we were saying before they're both working against each other where um, Misato comes into it because obviously her father died in the second impact. You don't really ever find out what his connection to it is. Is it Kaiji? Is it Kaiji? Basically, some kind of basically industrial espionage. Yeah, he's just he's just working all the angles, and he's a spy. But you never really find out who he's spying for. He's just like. In oh, fairness, Evangelion leaves a lot of questions um, unanswered. Whether deliberately or just because they couldn't be bothered is not clear to me. Mm. I think the, the problem I've got with the, the series in general is that I don't feel like the whole series was properly planned. No, especially if the if the stories of them running out of money are true. Obviously, one of the things... And because about, there is this, that's, that's such a handbrake turn, that two-thirds yeah. of the way through the series. One of the stories, uh, the famous stories about when they decided to redo the and uh, do the movies was... Everybody said they were going to spend as much money on the the four remade movies as they spent on the original series, and it was like, all right, okay, but it's like, yeah, but think about it. You've got all the story factors taken out of it. You've got like a lot of the the design and stuff taken out of it. All the stuff that costs money when you're trying to make these things, a lot of that had already been done. So they were going to spend and it's dig- money. And digital animation is a lot cheaper these yeah, days so compared, to, compared to traditional cell Pure animation. money on just making them again. Unfortunately. I do think that making the, just making Evangelion again would have been a completely pointless exercise. It's like... It would. I don't think... Because I don't think Evangelion... Like, if you we were talking like, say, like remaking, say, like the original Mobile Suit Gundam or something from 1979 and it looks like absolute dog shit, fine... But, like, Evangelion looks fine. Yeah, okay, it doesn't animate as well, but, like, it looks fine. It's not, like, hard to watch. Or rather, it's not hard to watch because it's ugly. So I feel like remaking it for that reason is pointless. 
I, way it's being remade. It's, it's not, not being remade at all in re- in reality. It's a completely different thing. Yeah, and it's not what I've never spoken to anybody who is a fan of the original series who has seen the movies and gone. Oh, I think it's great. As I said, I think the original series was very much a right time, right place, right person kind of thing. And it was very... I don't think you can make, you know, you can catch that lightning in a bottle twice. Because remember, Evangelion spawned a wave of pretenders. Mm. Um, and in some ways, Evangelion is responsible. Because I always, I always talk very fondly of the late 90s period of anime when everything went weird and avant-garde. And that's because of Evangelion. Evangelion allowed things like Lane to be made and Revolutionary Girl Tenor and other things that were just weak and aren't really out there that would have just never really got made without their um, without Evangelion sort of paving the way for people to respond positively to that kind of weird stuff. It only lasted a very short period of time because by the time the noughties rolled around we were mostly done with that, I feel. Yeah. We had like... Um, did you ever see Razaphon? No. Razaphon is the most blatant Evangelion copier. Uh, it's worth a watch for what it's worth. Um, but it suffers from being a copy. And it doesn't have the soul that Evangelion has, however you want to define that. Mm. I'm trying to think of other things that came out around the era sort of similar. Uh, Boogie Pop Phantom. But the... Yeah. Evangelion's like, legacy is surprisingly long. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's one thing that's... Um, the director noted is that despite it being like a really sort of sort of arty weird out there show merchandise wise they sold shit tons of merchandise and it wasn't the robots that were selling it was the girls that were selling yeah and I get the feeling that's why um, Hideaki Anna kind of pulled away from the anime industry, as I get the feeling he was quite disillusioned with that sort of aspect of it. It's like, ooh, look at Sexy Rain, ooh, look at se- Sexy Asuka. It's like, aren't we, isn't the series like Don't really laying in, yeah, or, or, sorry, really laying into that sort of conceptually? Yeah. Like all the fan service is almost, uh, is done almost like sneeringly. Yeah, they weren't characters that were designed to be, oh, look at a sexy version of this character. It's like that. But that's exactly what happened. And I, I feel like that's what the new movies do a lot of. There's a lot of leering over plug suits in that in those yeah, films. Yeah, there is. It's... Uh... And I, I, obviously he directed them as well. So, I don't know. I feel like, they've, like they, 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 don't, they just feel like something that just did not need to be made and were made purely for the money. Yeah, I mean they've had like cinema, like full blown cinema releases and stuff. So there's that aspect, you know, they'll get money through like proper the- theatrical releases. <coughs> it's been so long since the last one that I feel like all the momentum's gone out of it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, it's very possible that the uh, the only reason the fourth movie's actually got any kind of traction. It's because of Netflix and uh, Evangelion. Because that must have been a massive coup for me. Because like, the series is largely like dormant for yeah. since since the third movie. Like No one's done anything with it. I was really surprised when looking at it. I was like, oh, right, okay. So it was eight years ago. The the only thing that, the, that I know has been made is they've made like a series of alternate universe mangas. And they actually made a, uh, a Evangelion. Uh, like, I don't want to call it like a... Romantic um, 
like school drama thing featuring Shinji and the girls from Evangelion. It's done completely unironically. I believe it might even be available in English. But that's the thing. Evangelion's legacy is sexy pinups, and that feels all kinds of weird and wrong to me. Yeah, that, that was never what it was supposedly going to be. I mean, the robots sold as well, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but the enduring leg... If I if you want to go and find like um, like merchandise, most of it will be of Ray and Asuka, I imagine. See, I've got merchandise for Evangelion. I've got, like... No, I've got Unit 0 and Unit 1 in, like, little models. And then Unit 3. Which, you know... You, uh, uh, those uh, times when you're buying stuff like that, you kind of have to buy what you can get your hands on. So I'm going to have to uh, be oh. very unprofessional here. It's all the rum. Sorry, people. It's all the rum. It's all the rum. I'll talk about all my collection of... Uh, so talk about Evangelion between yourselves. <laughs> I've got a giant, like the boxes. I mean, anybody who's actually listening to this audio-wise, there is one that is a box like, what, a foot and a half, and it's all individual pieces of a giant robot. Uh, well, it's unit one. Uh, and it's all in, in individual pieces and the idea is that you build it it's got different heads and different hands and different weapons and stuff I'm pretty sure at some point I actually put it together like cool I put it together but you could take it apart and you know, put different bits on so I ended up taking the whole thing apart putting it back in the box and it just lived in the box I've also got another a smaller one in a smaller box which is from the redone movies, uh, which again it's like Unit One with the big whatever it is plasma cannon thing, the big thing that takes all the power from Japan to power it. So I got loads of the merchandise for the robots, but I don't think I have a single. Broken the seal to the vault of guff. <laughs> don't think I have a single character. Ray's over there. I saw that Ray was up there. Holding the lance of Longinus. I think that's a Revoltech one. Uh, I think I've seen you've got you've got some Revoltech. I'm not keen on Revolt. I was going really off topic on different uh, sort of thing, but I'm never keen keen on the Revoltech um, toys. Oh, yeah. oh, there's a Unit 2 hiding up there as well. Unit 2 is there with the submachine gun. Yeah, I was going through, like, I think I mostly have leaned towards Unit 1. Well, Unit 2 is obviously the coolest, because it's red, and red ones go faster. But Unit 1's purple. Yeah, like a giant throbbing penis, which isn't as cool as a... I've lost, I'll be honest, I've lost this, but either way, Unit 2 is the coolest. But, but Unit 1's the best. Red robots are always the coolest ones. I don't know. Get a robo over there, he's red, and he's the coolest robot. He's got tomahawks. Yeah, if you like. But yeah, um, 
Because they continue to make um, like Evangelion merchandise. One thing I did like about the rebuild, Unit 1's like green was much cooler on that. Yes. So one of the things about the remakes, and I think, you know, I'm certainly in a position now where I'm ready to watch the remade movies again. It's been ages. I mean, like, yeah. I, mean I, I mean, possibly over a decade since I've last seen them. Well, this is the thing. I watched the third one. I, like you, I watched it once when it And I hated released. it so much I never watched it again. And I've never gone back to it. But apparently that was eight years ago. She's just bonkers. It, the second film must have been, what, 2008, 2009? They had this really, supposedly, really strict release schedule. When they first announced it, it was like, oh, we're redoing Evangelion. It's like, okay. We're doing four movies. We're just going to re- redo it. And it's going to be a release schedule, a very strict... Every two years, we will release film, and it will be... And they were like, down to the month, they're like, every March. And then, two years later, there will be a cinema release, and then you'll get it on Blu-ray. And, blah, blah. and it was like, that sounds fine to me, I'll be interested. And the coolest thing about it is that they've updated the colours. And Unit 1's like the purple and the green, it just looks amazing. Yeah, it does look super cool. It looks way cooler than the original, I would say. And Unit 2 and Zero don't look that different, do they? No, not really. Because Unit Zero always had two colours anyway. Uh, the blue one always looked better, in my opinion. Blue one did, right? Because uh, who, who the fuck was yellow? yellow. <laughs> so that... There was the pink one as well. This is how far it is. I can barely remember it. Because it obviously it had like the new character in the... Uh, who's, who's a bit of a poochie, let's face it. Yeah, it was the whole... Like, the spider one... Crab or whatever kind of creature, or it had four legs. I'm going to put it bluntly: is that she also had a lot of merchandise made of it, and to the point where it's like, is this is this just a way to make more girl merchandise? I mean, and I, I get, think it might have. Been. I get the certain things sell well to certain markets to certain people. I I'm not one of those people, but I understand that there are markets for certain things. Do you do you sort of thing, but like coming back, coming back to that sort of stuff, it does feel like that cheapens it because that's never what it was. It wasn't, but it is what it is now, and to the point where it's been so long and it's been. I think it's a bit like you know anything where the, where the original was great and it's been hoard out so much that it's kind of lost, like Star Wars. Star Wars has been hoard out to the point where um, whatever merits the original ones might have had have almost been lost now. Absolutely. Or even even if you look at like into the realm of video games, something like Call of Duty Four. We mark Call of Duty, but Call of Duty Four is a great game. Yeah. In terms, of, but all the rest of it's been hoard out for so long now that it's just yeah. become a joke. Yeah. And Ava is the same. Um, but a lot of it comes down to the Japanese market, as it is now. There is no market in Japan for mecha anime. There is zero market for it. The last mecha show that I watched, I believe, was probably 10 years ago. And that would have been maybe Shin Massinger. I don't even think they've made anything since then. I don't count shows where you put robot legs on girls and call them, and call them mechs. That's not a robot show. Because what they do now, what they do is, is that rather than have a mech show or a police show or whatever, they'll have a cute girl show and then just put a gossamer thin sort of theme on top. 
It's like, this is a girl, it's a show about cute girls, but they're police women. This is a show about cute girls, but they have robot legs. <laughs> you think I'm fucking joking? I no. could probably find you an example of this. No. I don't know enough about it, but... Um, but the only, about the only the only mecha shows that still occasionally get made is Gundam, yeah. and that's purely it's a grandfathered series. It's been going for so long. That's on Netflix as well. There's enough. What's on Netflix? Which one? Like new Gundam. Because gu- the Gundam Unicorn was actually not bad. I oh got I bet that was nearly ten years ago though. Now, how depressing is that? But that, that's just because it's been going for so long that this, there's always going to be an audience for Gundam. Yeah. And even they're not not really the same as they used to be. But other than that, I what should, gets uh, made? I should redo Macross. Macross Frontier, I believe, was the last one. And that was not good. The problem is, is that all those create. It's kind of like this creative black hole, where creative people don't want to work in the industry because they're not allowed to do what they want, which means that no one ever. Which it does this again. This is this this spiral. Yeah. But it means that the inmates have been running the asylum for so long, um, in the anime market that because do you remember back in back in the nineties when um, anime had this reputation of being pornography? Yeah. And, and it was largely undeserved, but it was mainly because manga brought basically deliberately searched out for the 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 like the trashiest shit they could. Yeah. They went to Japan and give me the trashiest OVAs possible. I want tits. I want gore. Yeah. They want sex violence and sexual violence. That's all I want out of it. Yeah. Is what they said. And they brought it back, and of course, that's you know the first Western thing. You know, in the UK, it's like oh, I guess it's almost be like this then. Yeah. But it wasn't really true. It's just we never then, saw anything else. For so long, manga was like at the top, at the very top, because there was nobody else. And then it was the realisation that manga was, was what was wrong with the anime In manga. fairness, manga also brought over some real, real classics as yeah. well. Because uh, they brought over Akira. They brought over Ghost in the Shell. They partly financed Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Um, they brought over Macross Plus. Yep. Yeah. Um, even things like um, oh, what's it called? I don't want to call it the um, Perfect Blue. That was the one about the um, idol. It's basically a proper film. Um, Black Swan. Uh, this film is, is like it's basically uh, it's basically the same film. It's the same plot. Uh, it was it was the, the the whoever directed Black Swan was said that oh no we've never seen it. it's like you've blatantly seen it. You've blatantly seen like, Perfect uh, Blue. Guillermo del Toro has never seen uh, Evangelion. Yeah. And then made, magically made a film called Pacific Rim, which is... Pacific Rim is very different. That's closer to like old school uh, <laughs> super robot shows, shows, but... We should do a Macros Plus watch one. We can. I mean, Macros Plus isn't, isn't very long. Because my main problem with a watch along is that there are loads of shows I would and films I would love to sort of do a watch along for. You kind of want to find stuff that made that you know as much as I would love to do like Angel's Egg or something. It's just too obscure to probably get any views. So you kind of want to go. So I think Macross Plus has still got enough. Um, that it's like a Kira anything like that. But they've got sort of enough give that you can uh, have some fun with them. Kira. Mm. Um. Other great ones that uh, Venus Wars is another one that uh, would be a good watch. Yeah, I've loads of great films. 
basically, if you go go up to about the year two thousand, and after that, it starts getting a bit sketchy. It could just be that we're old. Yeah, we like things we can remember. Nostalgia is heroin for old people. I try not to feel like that because I mean, it, it, like for things like I think that's particularly bad for we're really getting off topic now for things like music. Because people are, oh, music isn't as good as it was when I was this this age. It's like it is. It's just that you're um, you're old now. So, like, so oh, they haven't made any good music of this kind since this time. It's like they have. You just haven't looked for it because you're old and just listen to the same shit you've always listened to. But I do feel like the anime market has genuinely just gone off the off the rails. Maybe never to return. I always like to have that fond hope that there'll be like, uh, like it'll reinvent itself so far along when people that make anime realize that nobody's actually watching it anymore. The thing is, they are watching it. People in Japan are watching it. This 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 shit is popular in Japan. It's not popular with the mainstream at all, who see it rather rightly for what it is, which is just trash. <laughs> it is just trash. I'm not going to pretend that trash didn't get made in like the early days because it absolutely did. Like no one's pretending like in the 80s and 90s there weren't absolute garbage shows made because there were. Yeah. Um, no one's looking. No one's looking at like Ran Mahaf and saying, "Oh, it's a it's a real classic." Is Ran Mahaf? It really uh, gets it the nogging a, going. It it's garbage. Classic. It's classic. <laughs> it is a classic, but it's still garbage. Yeah. Do you know what happens at the end of Ran Mahaf? The manga, I believe they get married. I don't know about the show. You don't know the show. You watch the entire fucking things. Do you, want to, uh, do you want to do a, a Ram Mahafa watch along? Oh, fucking hell. It takes up to retirement. Yeah, yeah, well. We're going to uh, jump into uh, something like Tenshmura, if you like, and really... Uh... You know what? I'm going to disagree with you here and say the first six episodes of Tenshmura are good fun. They are, absolutely. They were fantastic. Although, After that, it goes really off. <laughs> Basically, all the bits up to Kagato um, are great. Yeah. It's yeah. cheesecake. I'm not going to pretend it isn't just... It's really nice. It really looks real nice, Tenshimo. It's a great-looking show. Yeah. Um, After that, yeah, it goes downhill. And once you get into the TV series... Yeah. I'm guessing that's multiple spin-off series... I remember Tenshi Universe, which was the some, which was the that was the TV series that was close to Tenshi. Well, there was Tenshi in Tokyo, which was genuinely terrible, and there was a couple of movies, maybe. Yep. Yeah, there was. I might even own the first couple of movies somewhere on DVD. I'm pretty sure that I do as well. Um, but like, I can't like look you in the eye and pretend that Tenshi Moyo is like. Great entertainment. It's cheesecake schlock. Yeah. So there you go, kids. That was uh, the end of Evangelion. Yeah, I really got off topic there. Sorry. Our watch long. Um, maybe you should suggest something that we watch next time. Otherwise, we're definitely watching Macros Plus. Obviously, we are going to do the. Uh, we could do a Kira as well. Kira's good. For oh, don't you dare tempt me to watch. I'm just thinking of stuff that people will have uh, pretty much oh, might get a bit of attraction kid. with. Oh, I've got I've got half a chub on right now, kids. Oof. Um, definitely be up for doing a care. Um, 
We'll do. We'll look at scheduling in doing the redone movies. Obviously, we've got that situation where the fourth one doesn't come out until. Did, did I say June? No, it would probably take us until June to do three. Others. So there's a possibility that we can do the three that are out, and then prepare ourselves for doing the fourth one, which I'm sure it will have rectified all of the issues from. Uh, there is almost third. no way you can come back from the third. If I, because that's all we get. We will go. We'll get into it later. It's very different. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you for uh, hosting, being a host with most. Allow me to come and uh, watch along with you at the end of Evangelion. Thank you for joining us for what was no doubt. I think. Let us know what you think. Let us know if there's something on your anime list that you'd like us to dive in on. And uh, until next time, I'll say bye. Bye bye. Bye. I was looking at Ninja Scroll there. <laughs> that might be a bit much for YouTube. <laughs> Scroll. I believe that's the uncensored uh, US release as well. We got, we got rid of some of the naughty scenes for us UK people. Really? Yeah. They're still fairly, uh, fairly naughty. They got it's not still recording, is it? So there we go. What did you think? If you listened to both parts and you made it this far, congratulations! You've listened to about two and a half hours of podcast. Um, hopefully, some good content in there, even if you take out all the silence, I guess. Um, yeah, let us know if there's something that you want to see us watch next or do a watch along next. Uh, chuck your suggestions over uh, you can drop them on the YouTube comments or you can jump over to thecookiecast.com and send us uh, send us an email or something anyway, thanks for sticking with us if you did and until next time I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then, bye <laughs>